0: This podcast features adult content. Hello, 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 my smuts. We have made it another month. It is July. I have updates on my love life as usual and updates on my journey, my mental health journey as you, if you will, and what I'm doing to help myself become a better person because you know life is a journey and there's many lessons to life and I'm always willing to learn from my mistakes and from my good decisions my bad decisions whatever because I want to be better as a person and just be a light for myself and others all right stay tuned Good morning, good afternoon, or evening, whatever the fuck time it is, or wherever you may be. I am Queen Luna May, and this is I'm Your Smud. Well, hello, my smuds. It is officially July and I have updates about all kinds of things. <laughs> I just wanted to start by saying I am so thankful for all of you. You guys are freaking rock stars. Um, I think the last couple months has been pretty awesome because um you guys have been listening to me and i have had a consistent um audience tune in it's i mean to me you know it's a big deal um it's been around 30 people like over 30 people that have been listening um once i post my new episodes. So to me, that's amazing because it's like, yes, I have a consistent following of 30, at least 30 people (laughs) that turn in as soon as I post my episode. And, um, then from there, you know, then people keep on listening and then it builds up, but it just makes me feel really, um, it makes me feel really good to know that you guys, enjoy what I bring. I do have some haters though. I mean, that's typical, right? <laughs> I do have some haters. I had looked at my, um, my ratings and like some, some people gave me like one star, but that's okay. You know, like I don't, I'm not necessarily a professional speaker. I'm not a professional. Story writer. This is just an idea that I had, and I just wanted it to be an outlet for people in the kink community or even in just life that have these, you know, secrets or whatever and don't have an outlet to share them, right? And there's some places that you can share them, but I wanted to provide somewhere that you could share your secret fantasies and I would read them for you so you could hear them for yourself and have a safe space to, like, talk to me or whatever and just kind of know, hey, you know, there are people out there that support me um, in different aspects. So... Ooh, that was a noisy truck that passed by. I also don't have a professional studio. I do this stuff at my place, at my house. (laughs) And sometimes um, the the cars that are going by are so freaking loud. It's ridiculous. At least I don't live underneath the freeway anymore. (laughs) No, I wasn't homeless. But I literally lived like near... I used to live in LA. So I used to live near like underneath like the pass the or the oh is it that one that's called an uh, overpass or the anyway it was yeah kind of like it was very close to the freeway anyway and one time I found a duck out there random story I found a little baby a little baby ducky and I had to save it from underneath the freeway because I didn't want it to die and I took care of that I took care of that that boy so good he turned into a big boy and he started to become so like he he was so cute and then like he got his colorful um the more when he was getting older he was growing his um colorful wings and I was like oh my god he's a boy now I know who he is because at the time I did not know how to tell (laughs) I was like 13 but anyway yeah so I just wanted to say that to you guys I am so so thankful for all of you um like I said I don't know how long I'm going to be doing this podcast for because it hasn't really necessarily gone the way I was hoping I also you know because like I've said before I'm not a marketer and I don't know how to like like uh on FetLife like I have reached out to people and different places and friends and i'm like yeah write, write a story and let me read it for you um and i'll reach out and i'll send a message and be like i read your story it's awesome do you want to is it okay if i read your smut on my podcast and i have not gotten a lot of responses and like i understand that fat life like you can't it's hard to find to like get people to answer you because a lot of times people that are on there are full of ill intent. And so it's hard to like get people to actually respond because if you, like, if you're a female, even males, I've had males like tell me, like, oh yeah, we're not gonna, I don't wanna be friends with you, blah, 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 blah. blah. So it's like you're taking a gamble because like a lot of people do not want to answer you. A lot of people collect friends and then they never go in their messages and, um, respond to them. And that's okay. I tend to do that as well, but I do read my messages to see if, if it's something of substance rather than someone just be like, "Hey, you want to go fuck tonight?" <laughs> Cuz no, I don't want to go fuck tonight. Like I know maybe I want to fuck tonight, but it's not going to be you. that's for sure. Um but anyway, so my point of that is like it's really it's been hard to like find some people you know to actually respond I have read other people's stories before they have reached out and those were awesome stories I need to reach out um but anyway so yeah I just it's been you know like a lot of my stories and I have not been writing recently because this year has been such a hard year so that sucks for me but I mean, my podcast will still be up, so even if it's up and I don't do it anymore, you know, you guys can go back and listen, really listen to the, to my old, my old stories and, um, or old stories that I've read, you know, from other people, uh, but for the majority, yeah, it's been my stories, so, but I appreciate, like I said, I appreciate every single one of you, you guys are freaking awesome. Yeah, you. <laughs> I just wanted to say I really, really appreciate you for tuning into I'm Your Smut. And I'm so glad that you enjoy listening to me read you a naughty, naughty story. I wanted to wish all of the July babies a happy, happy, happy birthday. I figured I would start actually saying happy birthday to everybody every month because everybody has birthdays every month, you know? So I don't know what it was about last month, but I had a bunch of, well, not a bunch of guys. I mean, (laughs) I had a few guys, like... Uh, let me think. Mm. I think there was like three guys that like reached out to me, and they're, they're it was like guys that I've either fucked or dated for a little bit or was like a partner with or whatever. Anyway, it was really it was an interesting month because like these guys have been like coming steadily at the out of the woodwork of like trying to reignite some type of conversation and relationship or try to fuck me again or whatever anyway there was this one guy that I had been friends with like for like four years like four years is a long time and I met him like when I first started dating (laughs) and um you know like he had stood me up before I've canceled plans on him whatever okay so I uh A couple weeks ago, I had made plans with him and I said, okay, let's make sure that we have no plans before your schedule changes at work because we haven't seen each other in such a long time. Like we've seen each other, we've known each other for four years, but I think we've only ever met up twice or maybe three times, but like we still would check in and like see how each other was doing, yada yada. So I, you know, and we were friends on Facebook too. So I was like, okay, cool. Like we're friends, whatever. Anyway, so we made plans Friday night to go out and we were going to go on a date. And I'm like, I'm getting ready and I text him and I'm like, I am like that whole day. Like I was like, okay, we're still on for tonight, right? And he's like, yeah, no, for sure. We're for, for sure still on yada, yada, yada. And so I don't know if he's just a habitual liar, but I literally got ready, I got dressed really nice, and I was looking sexy as fuck, (laughs) and um, I, we were having a conversation, he had made some weird comment, and so it got, and I don't want to say it got necessarily awkward, but he had mentioned something about, like, getting a hotel, and then I was like, what am I, a prostitute, like, (laughs) and then he just sent me a, um a message back saying like really and yeah like it's weird to say that you're gonna take me out and then like tell me that you can't be out all night but you'll get a hotel room if you need to like I don't understand like what is that even that's like a weird thing to say honestly that's a really it's a weird thing to say I don't care what anybody says it's a fucking weird thing to say and so anyway after that conversation I had like messaged him and he said that he had some other like responsibilities that he had to finish up, and I was like, "Okay, that's understandable. like okay, do your thing, finish up and, but i'm you know I'm ready for you like when you're done." so we made so the plans got pushed back from um, I want to say like seven thirty to nine p m so I'm messaging him i in out like I think thirty minutes or an hour. I want to say an hour I think I've waited for an hour just to be fair I mean an hour is a long time so that might be overkill of being fair but anyway I I think I waited like an hour I didn't hear from him so I messaged him he doesn't message me back I realized that my text message literally didn't like even go through it wasn't even delivered so he fucking turned off his phone on me like or it died, but I seriously doubt that it died, I think, because I had gone through this with him before, like, previously, like, he, like, who knows, he might have another phone, I don't know, and he ignored me, like, I, I think it was really devaluing of my time, disrespectful, not devaluing, but disrespectful of my time, so, like, I mess, I call him, and I'm like, hey, I'm here. I don't know what's going on with you. You've done this quite a few times, but like I'm here and I'm, I got dressed. I got ready. I look really nice. And I've been waiting for over an hour for you. And I don't know what's going on with you. I hope that you're okay. But like this is like not cool. So I, because of the, the fact that he had done this to me before and I had allowed it, I realized that I needed to like, not, be okay and allow people to treat me, like I like my time doesn't matter in my effort. And I freaking I can I gave up going camping to see somebody that I thought was my friend, and hang out with them because we like always talk about hanging out and we never do. So. I really did. I tried my best as like a decent person to put in the effort of um, seeing this person and making time and setting time aside because of whatever, you know, like their, their schedule is going to be changing and they weren't going to be available to hang out anymore or anything. So all of that happened and I was just, I was not happy. I was actually super upset because it just, it really irritated me that somebody was, is and had been so disrespectful. And then I was irritated with myself for allowing that to happen for such a long time. So anyway, to make the story, to wrap up the story, <laughs> I decided I'm worth more. I need to show myself respect and I need to teach people how to respect me. If people are disrespectful of my time, they don't communicate with me and they continuously do that over and over again where I see they're literally being you know not honest and using me for whatever reason or whatever I am not a toy I am not here for your convenience and I am not going to continue to try to be friends with people that do not respect me and so especially when I'm dating and in the dating world and um trying to actually make real relationships last like a real relationship with people that I want around me that I want to show that they are valued and I want them to value me back so I deleted him off of my Facebook I deleted him um I blocked his number and um I deleted the conversation off of like our little um one of the dating sites that like we I think first met Or actually, no. Actually, he had a... Anyway, I'm on a few different dating sites, so he would contact me on there, too. So anyway, so the whole point of my story in saying that is, like, I don't know what it was. It was a full moon that night, but I, like, got stood up, and I called one of my girlfriends, and I was like, hey, I was supposed to go on a date tonight. I got dressed real nice to go out, and I am pissed off right now. Like, I need a drink. Let's go, girl. I can you want to meet me and so her and I ended up going out and then like out of nowhere like I had another text message that night and somebody was like telling me about their issues and whatever like something had happened with them and their girlfriend and I'm just I don't know I just, <laughs> and then that made me get into a phase of being not very happy because I've allowed like so many men to like Treat me like I'm second best and I'm fucking sick of it. And which is one reason I stopped dating completely because I am not second best. Now, if I have a conversation with somebody and, like, it's a polyamorous relationship because I am polyamorous. Like, and they have a primary person. That's cool. That's fine. I get it. I get your time when I get your time and we plan when we can. Yada, yada. But when it comes to me being available for you and to... Feel, to fulfill your needs of the detention that you want and um all the effort I've put into trying to be so supportive of everybody like I'm not getting that back from any relationship like that's fucking bullshit so it's like I'm in therapy and I'm talking about therapists and I'm like yeah I'm trying to you know get set these boundaries and like figure out who I am and like dating right now and and reevaluate what I've been doing and and I don't want to keep on doing the same thing because the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again and expecting different results and and you're not getting them <laughs> so something's got to change and so I've just been working so like that's one reason like I have stopped dating like I haven't okay so I haven't stopped dating I had previous guys that I was talking about, or I mean talking about, talking to that I already started, um, like I went out on a date with and have been talking to and like we haven't crossed any, we haven't fucked yet, we haven't crossed any um, threshold of like possibly being in a relationship or anything like that. It's like right now it's just friends. I just want friends. I'm not investing my time in these guys that... um Allowing myself to be, like, easy, so to speak, and, like, convenient for them and, like, not get the reciprocated um, attention or having my needs met, except for, like, maybe sexually. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. Like, I freaking, I'm over it. So, anyway, yeah. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I had another guy, um, another guy I had been talking to contact me out of nowhere. And I was just like, I don't, ooh. It's like, what the Fuck. Like I said, I stopped dating. And then all of a sudden I put that in the universe. Now all the guys are like coming back like, Oh, what are you doing? I need you. I need your body. I need to fuck you. Or, Oh, I'm, I'm, um, you were right. I should listen to you. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. So yeah, that's my point of that story is just to like, let you guys know, like, when people when you're going out with people you need to pay attention to their actions their words are words and the way that they treat you you know um the first week the second week from when you first meet and start going out like will tell you a lot so I'm really just paying attention to the way people act around me the way they treat me and I'm deciding from those actions am I getting what I need back are my efforts reciprocated? Am I being being treated with respect? Are we communicating clearly? Because I also have to learn to really speak up for myself because I think like my last relationship, one of my last relationships, I allowed this person to make me feel extremely devalued as a person and my efforts of trying to show them that like I was a really... Um, a really supportive partner and allowing things like I was put on the back back burner basically because they were conflicted about another relationship and I was always allowing myself to be convenient for this person and then it turned into like um, almost like a booty call situation basically where I allowed that and so they would tell me oh no I don't want you to be like I feel like you're a booty call you know, I do, I care about you, yada, yada, yada. So then I'm like trying to believe that and it's just, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I think that I allowed myself to believe a lot of stuff that was said but then the actions were kind of there but not always there. It was only, it was like always on their terms. Like, if I need you, I'll call you. If I'm free, I'll be free because I want to see you for whatever reason. And I think a lot of our, the the stuff we did was just kind of fool around, you know? And so anyway, I'm just, yeah, I'm really tired of that. And I'm really tired of allowing people to devalue me when I'm worth so much more than somebody calling me up and saying, I want to take you out on a fancy date. And then I want to fuck you. And then you got to go back home when you're telling me that like you want a relationship with me. And now you don't want a relationship with me anymore and it's just sex. I don't like that. It makes me feel very, yeah, very devalued. So since it's a new month and it's a new kind of, well, not more, it's not a new focus for me. But since value and time and effort and dating and all that jazz is such a an an important it's such an important thing, first of all, to have people in your life uh that support you and it's important to get love and receive love and to give it back and to just Yeah, care and and, and, and have that support. It, it's it's so it's it's also important to me. And I think it's a very big, huge part of life in general, and we all have that need for wanting to feel accepted and loved and feel like we belong. Such a huge thing for me. I want to feel like I belong. I think that that's been like the biggest thing for me. So in saying that, what types of boundaries when you're starting to date somebody or get to know somebody uh and feel like you're trying to figure out where you're gonna go so it could be friendship it can be dating so if you have an intent to date somebody or you just go into a friendship with somebody and you and things may happen but just starting a friendship in general like what are the boundaries that you set for yourself to not end up going through what I go through and to kind of clarify in your mind this person m- may be really good for me and so what what are what are the things that you guys what kind of boundaries do you set and what kind of red flags do you look out for personally I think in the beginning the red flags can be so tiny and so unnoticeable like subconsciously i think that we might pick up on it but when we're in the moment and we're feeling good and we're talking to people and we're getting to know them we don't always notice those red flags so it could be as small as like for example when i was getting to i've okay in general i've gotten to know some people and they'd start bad mouthing everybody, or bad mouthing a handful of people, or you know it wasn't just, oh you know I don't get along with this person. Um, we had our we had to go our separate ways because of whatever. It was more like okay they did this, it was their fault, and they just treated me like this. It's like you, for me when somebody starts talking that way instead of like seeing like if there was a, a situation a question or something that came up and you were to be asked like, why aren't you friends anymore? Or, you know, something like that. It would be for me when I tell people why I'm not friends with somebody, I always own up to my shit because that's so important to me to have, um, to realize, to be so self-aware, I can realize where I went wrong. I didn't speak up, I didn't set my boundaries, so they didn't know, you know, or I tend to have some bad days sometimes, or I miscommunicate, or I misunderstand, and I could have done better. I could have been a better, a more understanding person towards this person's issue or drama or whatever, or... I did fuck up and I was really rude and I, and I wasn't always nice. So I can see in every instance where I could have done better. So with that being said, I take those things that I've learned from and those things that I've done and I want to be better. And I take them and I say, I'm not going to do that again, or I'm really going to try not to do that again. Cause I mean, I'm only human and I do <laughs> to be human is to err. Right. So Um, (laughs) so I try to learn from those things and not, you know, try to blame the whole situation on those other people that I was in a friendship or in a relationship with. I, you know, I need to, I've had to learn. I'm not a great, I'm not the greatest communicator of my boundaries. That is where I have realized I have problems and I am trying my best to fix them. And I think my last one of my last, you know, couple relationships that I've had that were a little bit more on a serious side or that was established or, you know, as a partnership in some way, I think I didn't do the greatest job of commu- like I'm I'm a great communicator a lot of times, but I don't I don't communicate my needs. I try to and I do communicate my needs, but it's in a way of like I'm not gonna try to be overwhelming. And then I re- I, I have a fear of rejection. So when I have a fear of rejection And I go into this relationship and I just kind of, I have a really bad habit and I'm working with my therapist right now because I'm always in my head and my head is my number one enemy. I overthink, I overanalyze and people don't realize how logical I can be and I'm too I go to the extreme of like all the scenarios so it could be negative it could be ne- it could be positive what happens and I'm making these things I'm giving myself anxiety and I'm making these imaginary things happen before they even happen because that's what anxiety does you don't know it's unknown you make up all the shit and that's why one reason your anxiety goes off and you get nervous and you know what if they're not going to like me anymore because I did this and you know what this is the thing my therapist always tells me she always goes Well, if they're not willing to understand your boundaries and understand who you are and understand that you are trying to explain something and set these boundaries and tell them how you feel or how the way they treat you or what they did makes you feel and they get upset or make it blame you for it or tell you to get over it or just it's really negative and they didn't take time to actually hear you out and understand why you feel that way and understand like what you're trying to convey is your need and your boundary and they don't respect you enough to to like listen and do it then that's somebody that you don't even need in your life in the first place and you know what it's true but the fear of rejection is so hardcore and so real for me and I think that I've come a long way and I still have so much more growth to do. So yeah, so I'm going to post that up on the Spotify questions section. So if you guys are listening on Spotify, go ahead and drop me some comments and tell me what what are your boundaries when you first start to get to know somebody that you set? And when you have some type of adversity with that person or they're not meeting a need or whatever, how do you communicate those types of things to them because that's so important and we all need to start kind of you know I hate saying being selfish because I feel like that's kind of a negative connotation like it's okay to be selfish but I think it's like we have to start caring about ourselves because at the end of the day like it's us it's we're number one no one I mean if you find somebody that's like going to cater to you like I mean in the king's lifestyle obviously you have slaves and You can have someone that you, you know, quote unquote own and they listen to everything and do anything you literally say to them or tell them or whatever. That's different. That's consent. But at the end of the day, we're in charge of ourselves and our own feelings and how we allow our relationships to go. And this is why people have so many breakups and divorce and stuff is because I think you... uh. We tend to be so selfish in a way that we think that our needs are so important. When they are, you are validated. You, your needs are important, but so are mine. So when you're coming together, it's so important to communicate and set boundaries and respect each other in every relationship. We can make friendships grow so much more and have this understanding about each other that we can just be like hey you know you made me feel this way or whatever and now you're just you're able to open the conversation and be like okay i understand you may not always agree but i respect you enough to let you have your beliefs you know and i know a lot of people are probably going to disagree with me and i'm i'm not like a therapist and i'm not whatever this is just the stuff i'm learning in my life and how to cope with living life in general of all the different personalities and the different people that come in and out of your life and whatever else so (laughs) or you can just hold yourself at a distance very often and just be like that friend that doesn't ever want to do anything except every once in a while you'll be like yeah let's go get lunch or whatever that's fine too like cool like if I had the choice to be like completely like not feel like I I was I needed to be around people like I don't feel like I need to be around people I feel like it's just part of my personality and I guess it is kind of a need if you think about it because like we want to be social some most of us want to be social and we want to feel loved and accepted so I just think that um, yeah that's fine like sometimes it's you can keep you can stay away from more drama when you're kind of more of an isolated person that doesn't really care to go out too often you know, and that's easy for you. So that's cool, you know? Anyway, (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening to me, you know, talk about my life and my relationships and stuff. And I'll be back right after this. There are so many amazingly talented people out there. Which is one reason I created this podcast. If you have a fantasy or sexual encounter you've written, and you'd like me to read it on I'm Your Smut, you can find me on I'm underscore your underscore smut on Instagram, or you can submit a copy to I'm your smut at gmail.com. pain. Written by Queen Luna May. Read by Queen Luna May. The rope on your body. The slaps on your ass. The scratches you deserve when you didn't even ask. The stripes that kiss you with a really quick sting the heel on your inner thigh I better hear you say thank you my queen when my hand is around your neck you know that you are mine to the moon and back being in my presence is divine I'm the pain you deserve The pain you'll learn to love over time. I'm the one you desire. And you will always be mine. Remember, you are undeserving. But don't forget that with me, you are safe. Serving me is your greatest purpose. Kneel at my feet. And remember your place. You're listening to I'm your smut. Your caller says Property of Queen Luna May, so take heed. If you are truly invested. All I ask in return is for a good pet. But my patience wears thin when it is tested. Come here and sit by me. Let me give you a little treat. I just want to pet your head while you're sitting at my feet you're such a good pet and for that i am thankful love queen luna may hello my smuts just a quick reminder do not Forget to rate me five stars on whatever platform you're listening to me on. Not only does this make me happy, but it literally helps me reach more people. And you know how I like my multiple partners. This is Queen Luna May, and I'm your smut. Join me next month for a hot and steamy story from my personal collection. If you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me by email at mistresslunamay@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Drop me a voice message here on anchor or dm me on instagram i'm underscore your underscore smut i'm your smut was fucking taken (laughs) till next month i'm signing off but don't forget i'll be thinking about you You know, there are various ways to contact me. And I'm going to tell you how. Number one, I'm underscore your underscore smut on Instagram. Number two, I'm your smut at gmail.com where you can send me an email or submit a story. Or just type hi. <laughs> and then there's number three, which is anchor.fm forward slash I'm your smut forward slash message. There you can record a message and just say hi or ask me a question or maybe drop me a couple dirty lines. You never know. I may respond.